0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hot and Bravoed on the Buttered Pop Network. I'm Eddie Estrada here for your Instant Pump Rules recap with my amazing co-host Armin. How
1: are you, Eddie?
0: I'm doing great. I, as you can tell, I'm coffeeed up. I'm like on like peak Eddie right now.
1: Eddie, I haven't felt that level of intensity from an episode of Vanderpump Rules in a minute, and I know we've had drama. We always have drama. Vanderpump Rules never lets up. And I know we'll get to it, but wow, the way that episode ended, like I'm sweating right now. I'm like nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah. I have anxiety. That was intense. That was like
0: real ass human drama. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's showing kind of why Kristen has become like a little bit on edge this season and we're going to get into it. We got to get through this because there's so much to talk about. There's James and Kristen and Kristen and Carter and, Carter and Katie and Katie and Stassi and Stassi and Bo and Bo and Jax and Jax and James. We got a whole crew there. So we got lots to talk about. But before we do, we just want to remind you guys how to follow us. I mean, you guys are already listening, but we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Spotify now. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter by searching at... Hot in Bravo. So that's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Now, we're keeping that short and sweet today because I cannot wait to jump into this drama. And quickly, give Eddie a follow, too. He deserves it, at Eddie underscore Strada. Oh, stop. But thank you so much. (laughs) Please follow. Because, I mean, I was live-tweeting all night tonight. I had some some fun because, I mean, there was a lot of good gems in this episode. Um, And, I mean, we'll just get into it. So, basically, what's happening is we see the girls weekend in Salvine And then we see the guys weekend at the Mondrian sky the bar. Yeah. A little staycation with the boys. Um, but the central drama of this episode really is Kristen and it's Kristen and James. It's Kristen and Katie and Stasi, and it's Kristen and Carter. And we kind of see how all of these different relationships are affecting Kristen. And, Crazy Kristen doesn't honestly seem so crazy after all. It seems like she's got a lot going on. True. And, I mean, she loves to drink, so, I mean... Crazy
1: Kristen is who comes out due to Kristen having to deal with so much stress in her
0: life. Yeah, like, there, these, like crazy Kristen just doesn't come out. Like, it, it comes out under very specific circumstances, which is alcohol plus stress. And when James is involved, that happens a lot.
1: But as we learned, I loved the way it was revealed at the end of the episode that James is almost like a scapegoat. In yeah. reality, her problems are with, with her Carter. home life.
0: With with Carter. Ugh.
1: But we'll get there. We should start with- and I
0: thought Kristen and Carter were gonna be the next ones married. You you predicted that. I did, and I was completely wrong. Now, <laughs> now, it, now it might be Stassi. Well, after Jackson-Brittany. After Jackson-Brittany, um, of course. But let's, let's just kind of start from the beginning and how this whole thing just blows up. So Jax and Brittany are talking and Jax tells Brittany that James has been rehired at pump. Now this is not the truth. James has been hired for an event at pump to DJ, but he has not been actually hired. Classic Jax. He loves to exaggerate the truth. He's just trying to start drama at this point. So Jax, Tells Britney this. And of course, Britney's on girls trip decides to tell the entire rest of the group, which includes James's number one mortal enemy, <laughs> Kristen Doty. And,
1: and she th- freaks out. I'm over
0: it. I'm over it. Like-
1: that was my favorite part. I was live tweeting for Hot and Bravoed, and I immediately thought of the gif of... Will Ferrell and Anchorman, when he's in the phone booth, and he's like, I'm I'm in a glass case of emotion, because Kristen's like, "I'm I'm over, I'm over, I'm over, I'm over, I'm over, I'm over it. You're not over it, Kristen. I'm over it. Whatever it is,
0: you're not over it. I mean, clearly she's not, and I think it's because he made her life, honestly, like, I mean, they made each other's lives a living hell, and-
1: Well, this is what we think in the
0: moment. Well, I mean, also- You have to think about the history that James and Kristen had. James's mother, Jacqueline, who we now see in the flesh for the monster that she is, stole (laughs) Kristen's money. She stole her credit card and, like, charged a bunch of shit, was literally stealing money from Kristen. Like, James's family has put Kristen through so much, which is why I think it affects her more than the rest. Okay,
1: but that was a mutually destructive relationship. Okay. We have on, footage of Kristen punching James in the face. If
0: my if my lover's mother was stealing money from me, someone else would get popped up in the side of the head too. You know, it happened. I don't think that was
1: known information at the time, though. And Kristen was cheating on James. Kristen and knew? yes, James was Chris <laughs> cheating on Kristen. Uh,
0: okay. It well, was mutually
1: toxic. We can admit that. Okay,
0: it was mutually toxic. Okay, but back to present day, because this episode was full of flashbacks. So it, it that really was kind was. of fun to see, because it was always like, you know, we got to see what happened. You know, last season, the season before that, we I got mean, a Laura Lee flashback. That's I know season one. That is that's that's like hardcore. Half. We got we got all the exes: James and Kristen, Laura Lee. We got Rob. We got everyone. Did we get a Tiffany flashback? I can't recall
1: because that would have been very appropriate since it was guys' night at a hotel, and we all remember what happened yes. at guys' night in a hotel in San Diego when Jacks cheated on Tiffany.
0: Yeah, but uh, it would been it was, just would have been a, Tiffany was so minor. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but let's get back to the girls. So um, Kristen runs out by herself, which is so typical Kristen. She just disappears. She's probably out eating lavender and <laughs> chilling and fight texting Carter. Um, But the girls go out to dinner, and they aren't hearing back from Kristen. And all of a sudden, she, like, shows up. And basically the girls start talking and they're basically telling Katie has kind of become the voice of reason this season. And I'm obsessed with it. Like she kind of just gets it. She's like, no bullshit anymore. She's like, I'm married. I know what life is like. Like she's moved past this. So she's basically like, yo, Kristen, like you cannot let this affect you. He's just working an event at pump. It's toxic for you to be focusing so much on it. Your day shouldn't be ruined because of him. And Kristen's like, no, he's a bad person. He keeps getting chances. I can't wrap my head around it while Lisa just keeps bringing him in. But we see from the other side that Lisa keeps bringing him in because James has a lot on his shoulders. And yeah, he's screwed up. And I'm not a fan of him. But at the end of the day, he needs to feed the mouths that he needs to feed. And Lisa knows that.
1: Also, I'm pretty sure this is a third party who has hired James. And this third party, of course, is holding the event at one of Lisa's restaurants, and Lisa has simply just allowed James to be at her restaurant for one of these events. Yeah. Just like for the Tom, Tom Daily Mail party, technically, James wasn't an employee of hers. He's being contracted by Daily Mail. So it's not like she is hiring him. And I know it's a technicality, and that's the way Lisa could say, face by saying, I'm not hiring him, and he's not representing me. He's representing whoever hired him party. Yeah. but that's still true so Kristen can't expect james to get blackballed from society because she doesn't like him he's still going to get opportunities i'm sorry Kristen.
0: yeah like, like it's still gonna happen
1: but as we come to learn this isn't really about james i just i feel like we have to keep just sprinkling that in there as we talk Ugh, about this you're just obsessed with it well
0: i mean that was oh,
1: such a good ending Such a good ending. Well,
0: back to the girls. So everyone is basically telling Kristen that they can't let James ruin her life. And every little thing about him shouldn't set her off. And Carter's kind of telling her the same thing over text message. He's like, you know, you can't let this get to you. For this scene, at the end of the scene, basically also Sheena's like crying to the group because she's like, I want to feel connected. I want to feel with you guys. But every time, like, I share something, I feel like I made a mockery of. Which is true. I mean, she's also seen the show for the last how many seasons? And these girls do take the information that she shares and makes fun of it. But it's also because like I mean, that was Rob. And like the Adam thing like isn't so bad. I think it's going to be worse watching it back when you see how thirsty <laughs> she is for this man. Oh my god, it's insane.
1: After trying to set him up
0: with Britney? Yeah, very very weird. She knew what she wanted the whole the whole time. Um, but I feel bad for Sheena in this point because I feel like Sheena's being really honest and she's right. She gives so much to these girls. She lets them know, you know, who she is, what she's going through all the time. And she's kind of played as this like secondary outsider character when she's one of the OGs. Like she's OG VPR. And it's like, I I, I don't know. Like I, I do feel like they still have this like, oh, Sheena, like, oh, she's the butt of all of the jokes always. And I'm starting to feel for Sheena because like, I, I don't know, like, I've always made fun of her like everyone else, but now I'm like, it's, I'm seeing how much this has kind of destroyed her. You know what I mean? Like, she's been through so much shit, and she's still the butt of everyone's jokes. Uh,
1: I don't want to pile on Sheena here, but Eddie, do you really think that she's always authentic, and she's always honest, and allowing the girls into her, her true
0: life? I mean... Yes, I mean. Are you serious? I don't think. Did you watch last season? Okay, I don't think. I don't think anyone's (laughs) always authentic. Like I'm not going to. Okay,
1: okay. True, but hear me out for a second. Katie and Tom Schwartz going through hell, and what did we see? Them talking about it, them getting into fights. We saw the some of the ugliest parts of their relationship, right? And I'm not saying that's great, but you know that's what happened. All last season. I mean, we made a couple gifts for the Hot and Bravo podcast of this. All last season is Sheena saying, My relationship with, with Rob is literally perfect. She th- I have never been happier in my entire life. Rob tells me that he loves me and he loves me so much. And we're always telling each other that we love each other. And what do we see? Rob saying, I never said I love you. We, I've, we've never said I love you. And Sheena was clearly deluded. And she wasn't being honest because she was trying to portray her relationship as perfect and it was clearly becoming in her super brain. icy.
0: But like, but the thing is, is like you can't, you can't put that on Sheena because that's Rob, and you can, you could totally tell Rob was the one that didn't want to film. Rob was the then one. How that are was, things
1: perfect?
0: She could have felt like it was perfect it, in the relationship. I mean, we don't know what happens off screen. We don't Even know what Lisa happens said, off camera. Lisa, uh,
1: Sheena has a tendency for not wanting to put her shit out there and for portraying it to the public. As something that it's not because she wants a child. And Lisa Vanderpump does the same thing. She does the same thing. thing. No, I totally agree. I I completely agree.
0: I'm a Sheena defender today, and I'm
1: going to take you to You're defending her for the wrong reason. No, I'm
0: defending her because she puts just as much shit out there as everyone else. No, she She doesn't. She went through a freaking divorce on TV. And yeah. yeah, And that was awful. And it was terrible. She's been through so much on TV. And she is still the butt of everyone's jokes. Some people on the show have had it way easier than her. And they're glorified. And just because she can be annoying and she's trying to be like the typical LA girl, everyone just piles on her. And you know what? I felt bad for Sheena at this point. And I'm here to defend Sheena. And I'm like, Sheena, I'm here for you, girl. And in the scene
1: before she got divorced from Shay, what did she say? Our relationship has never been better. We are on cloud nine. So... So I mean, explain
0: that. I mean That's my point. She's but she's like that wasn't all 100% perfect the whole time and you saw it on TV. No, but she never said it though. She doesn't have to say it. You don't have to uh, I yeah, I can yeah, sit here okay. and be like my life's perfect. Yeah, like I'm Eddie the Love Doctor <laughs> on this freaking show and I could be like, you know, like not and it's like you know, I, I mean, you can't just let us
1: in a little bit, Sheena. That's all I'm saying. I don't think she is letting us I in. I think
0: she's let us in a lot, and I think, oh, like, boy. I think it, I think everyone has this cloud, the Sheena cloud over their head. But I, we need oh, to move on please. because we need to move on because we can't argue <laughs> about Sheena for a freaking hour. I'm here for Sheena. <laughs> It's all happening. Okay, so let's move to guys' night before we we before we finish off with girls' night. We got to get to guys' night and see the other side happening. Now I loved watching this because it was so much fun to see like them on the phone at girls' night talking to the guys from guys' night and they had like text bubbles. It was legit. So basically, what's happening at guys' night is they have um, gotten a table at the Sky Bar at Madrian, um, which is like a basic bar. Like I've been a few times. I've blacked out there at least thrice and I think I'm um, scarred
1: by what Peter said
0: Do you I want, want to some say titties I- in my face <laughs> I'm scarred for life by that I loved it I thought it was so <laughs> funny I'm like loving Peter this season because he's really getting to shine and he told us when we interviewed him that he was going to be getting a lot more screen time this season so to look out for him and I'm here for it I mean I love Peter I think he's great I thought he was hilarious but Peter brings I mean, everyone in this group now basically is in a relationship except for Peter. And Peter brings like five girls who just moved to LA two weeks ago. (laughs) These girls are the thirstiest little bitches I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: Also, I love how the Chiron said Tom's new friends.
0: Yeah. Like, okay. (laughs) So basically, these girls are like getting really cozy, cozy, flirty with all the guys. Like, they're doing shots. They're doing the whole thing. And... Jax and Bo think it's a good idea to call Stassi and Brittany to just be like, you know what? There's girls here, but we're being good. So they call them and they get in trouble anyways because (laughs) why are there girls at guys night? It's supposed to be guys night. Um, But I guess
1: Jax learned from that time with Tiffany because remember he didn't call her until days and days later. And as he's on the phone, he's like, yeah, didn't I tell you about this? And she's like, no, Jax, you didn't tell me about this. Oh, I swear I told you. No, no, you you never told me about this.
0: So Jax has learned. He's at learned least, his lesson. But I think it was also mostly Bo. Um, he's a good influence. He's a good influence. And we can't say the thing about the opposite way around. <laughs> um, so Stassi and Brittany know that the guys have girls over at girls' night, but so does Kristen because Carter has been texting Kristen, letting her know that James is there, which upsets her. Letting her know that there's girls there, which upsets her, and this kind of sets to Kristen off on back at girls nights. And then I'm just going to keep kind of jumping back and forth like they did with the show. <laughs> so we go back to girls night and Kristen is wasted, wasted. They can't get her to sit down. She keeps running off and she keeps yelling. It goes, you don't, you don't know what Carter Carter told me. You don't know how you texted me. You Guys got to chill. Like you don't understand. And Katie's like, what the hell is going on? Like what, what are you yelling about? What did Carter text you? And Kristen runs away. So basically, Katie doesn't know. Um, Kristen falls flat on her face, she's trashy, Ugh. she goes back to her room. So, you good. know. Lala called her trashy. I didn't I didn't say she was trashy. That was <laughs> those were Lala's words. Just life. Lala's words. But Katie decides to call Schwartz to talk to Carter. So basically she's talking to Carter. She's like, Your girlfriend is an embarrassment. What did you text her? What did you say to her? And he's like, doesn't matter i'll I'll handle it uh nothing Uh, nothing uh, nothing didn't do anything i'll take care of it i'll take care of it and all the girls are like what and katie's just so over it so katie basically hangs up the phone the guys are having their guys night whatever the girls are the thirstiest bitches in the entire world one hooks up with peter in the bathroom but schwartz wins the runway contest he does that was huge that was i mean schwartz can win any contest he ever enters Um, I'll never forget the pilot of Vanderpump Rules when Schwartz describes
1: himself as a mactor. He's like, I'm a model actor. I'm a mactor. So he showed off his modeling skills right there.
0: I mean, he's a great model. Like, we've seen him uh, for Kristen's uh, clothing line. James May. James May. I didn't
1: know he could work a runway like that, though.
0: Shout out to Schwartz. Shout out to Schwartzy. Um, Shots or no shots tonight? Um, (laughs) Shots. Always shots. So basically, Katie hangs up the phone with Carter and the girls start talking about Kristen, and Carter. Now, I've been, ta- I've been talking a lot, and my throat is getting a little bit dry. So, Armin, what gets revealed about Carter in this moment? Because you've been teasing this up the whole time, so we gotta know. This
1: was the big, juicy goss of
0: the episode. So, Katie starts it off by saying, I don't
1: think Carter's good for her, and that just ignites something in Stasi. She's like, they're miserable, and she just goes on and spills the tea. And we see a bunch of clips, but Stassi's also describing it, that like Carter called her a psycho bitch, he doesn't pay rent, he complains about the fact that they don't have enough sex, Uh, he apparently doesn't work at all, he does nothing, and they all start talking about how their relationship is actually toxic, and that is what's informing Kristen's behavior. It has nothing to do with James. James is just a scapegoat. James is someone she could just release on because she doesn't want to put her and Carter's bullshit all out there in the open. And at some point, Katie starts saying, You know, the thing though about Carter is that he's not actually a bad guy. You know, he's imperfect, but he's not really a bad guy. And the episode ends with Sassy saying, No, he's a bad guy. Like someone who does all this, he's a bad guy. And the reason why I've been teasing this all episode is because, one, I feel like this kind of came out of nowhere. Their relationship has always been portrayed on the show as being-
0: Perfect. Like,
1: near perfect, if not perfect. We have never seen any issues. Not that I can remember. Until- (laughs) Until this season. Until this season. Yeah. But two, this is real, legitimate relationship drama, and this is what has built Vanderpump Rules. So, you know, there could be a bunch of other dynamics on the show, but- Whenever there's like some sort of relationship related tension, that 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 draws me in the most.
0: That's your favorite. I mm-hmm. mean, and that's kind of what Vanderpump Rules was like created on. That's like the yeah. basic is the relationships between these people. Sandoval, Kristen and Jackson Stassi. Yeah, that was, The you pillars know, right there. The the core four. Um, but <sighs> So what, what do you think about all this? This
1: is like a huge we have to download a lot of information. Yeah. in a short amount of time.
0: I mean, I talked to my mom, Vanderpump Rules, all the time. And she was even saying, like, I thought Kristen and Carter were good. Like, everything seemed totally fine between the two of them. And, I mean, that's, that's what everyone saw. But now, now that I see that he's, I mean, not paying rent, he calls her a psycho bitch, like, he's just, like, mean to her. I totally get why she's lashing out on James. Like, James is the one that she can, like, be like, oh, everyone else will hate him too. Why don't we just, like, do it? Which, She's, like, venting her frustrations on Carter out on James. Yeah. And it's because, I mean, like you said, like, he's a scapegoat. She can blame that he was her ex-boyfriend. She can blame that he's being rude to all these women. She can bring out her friends and say, oh, you had sex with them. You're cheating on your girlfriend. And is all of these things that he's doing stuff that Carter's doing to her? Like, is that – is – is is? Or at least adjacent to it. Adjacent. Is he cheating on Kristen? Is he, you know, maybe like drinking too much and going Mm. crazy and being rude to her? Like it could be that she's seeing a lot of the same tendencies that she saw with James in Carter. And she can't flip out on Carter because, I mean, she probably still loves him and doesn't want to lose him. Even if the relationship is toxic and abusive, which is really upsetting. And it's hard. I mean, it's hard when you're in situations like that.
1: You know what I was thinking? Carter and Kristen right now are a little bit reminiscent of Sandoval and Kristen. And I know Sandoval and Kristen, that was volatile. And that got really ugly. And we haven't seen that yet, but it's trending in that direction. And I know James and Kristen were terrible too, but one of the key points that paralleled the Kristen-Sandoval relationship to me was the not having sex part. Remember, that was a major issue in their relationships sandoval would say we haven't had sex in months and you find me repulsive you won't even look at me you won't let me touch you you're spot on and we'd find out that kristen was actually cheating on sandoval and of course sandoval would eventually cheat on her as well i don't think kristen's cheating though i'm not saying that's true but i didn't even think about that the possibility of carter cheating but when you said that
0: maybe that's not why they're having sex. Maybe that's why he calls her a psycho bitch. It's
1: it's just so much is he to using
0: f- her, just like James <sighs> was using her. That's the other thing I'm really upset about mm. is that Kristen is just being used by these men. She's successful, she's pretty, like she has all these things going for her, and she had James who used her to get on the show, and now you have Carter who's basically using her for free room and board. And she has a history of being a sugar mama. I mean, yeah, but like, she honey, you need to get taken James, care of.
1: I know that's what I'm saying, or. It should be as close to equal as possible. I mean, if she could find someone to treat her, though, that'd be nice. If she could find a Randall, I mean, mean, sure. But she shouldn't have to be uh, taking care of her significant other. It should be an equal partnership. It should. And, And we know between James and Carter she was bankrolling other guys. Remember, she went out on that date with that one guy who I think split the bill with her, or may have even paid. I don't remember that exact detail. But I remember she said something like, oh, I'm not used to this. I usually have to pay the whole bill.
0: Like, what's up with that, Kristen? She shouldn't shouldn't have to do that. that. And it could be like her own insecurities and issues like that. But I'm really rooting for Kristen, and I want her to come out good on the other side. And I think... I think the girls are going to come together and help Kristen instead of attacking her. Because I think when they have this little powwow, I think we're going to see all of them kind of be like, oh, this is what's really going on. So time will tell what's going to happen. Um, I I mean, I always loved Kristen. I always will love Kristen. But let's play a little game. Let's do it. Um this is something we've kind of done before, and it's called Pump or Dump. Ooh, so this, yes. has been, this has been an old favorite of ours. It's
1: been a while since we've played this. This and was it, back when we used to do the Vanderpump Rules recaps on the Buttered
0: Pop podcast. Exactly. And we did videos for this, but this is just going to be over the mic. So Armin, I want to know who you're going to pump this episode, which it, that's the person you're pumping up, your favorite this This go around when we on this Monday evening. And I want to know who you would dump, the person that you think was the worst person on VPR this week.
1: This may be controversial, but to me it's an easy answer. I'm pumping up Kristen.
0: Love that. She's
1: my pump. And it's because I love the return of Crazy Kristen. Crazy Kristen is one of the great reality TV characters of all time. Is is she quite as good as Tiffany New York Pollard? Uh, no, no, but you know, she's up there in terms of crazy. I'll never forget her flying in Miami, girl. I mean, you can't write that kind of gold. You can't make that shit up. Just brilliant stuff. The the pot stir um, that we've you know come to know and love, Chris uh, and Doty. I love seeing her back now. Does it make for a great friend? No, but you know what? For reality TV, for my uh, entertainment. I love it. I love it. And I also want to pump her up in the sense that she deserves happiness. So let's pump Kristen up. Let's give her all the love and support because the person that we're going to dump, and I hope you're in agreement with me on this, is Carter for being a trash boyfriend and apparently making Kristen miserable. As Stasi said, a bad guy. So I'm to me, this is just easy. Dump Carter, pump Kristen.
0: Okay. I agree. But I also have two different ones.
1: Ooh. ooh. ooh
0: keeping it spicy. Um, I'm gonna pump up Sheena because <laughs> I feel like Sheena gets a bad rap and I went on my rant about this earlier. That's the worst. But It's the worst pick. I wanna pump her up. I feel like, okay, her new song is shit. And I like, I'm just gonna say that up front. It I do not know who allowed this to be made, who wrote this. It's like a mixture of like Hannah Montana. Like, a mixture of, like, badly auto-tuned Britney.
1: She wishes it was Hannah Montana.
0: And it's also, like, a weird, like... I just... I can't even, like, describe what it is. It's, like, a weird, like, Avril Lavigne, like, girlfriend, like, era where she was, like, very, like...
1: Why are you disrespecting Avril Lavigne right Okay,
0: Avril Lavigne. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Like, it's not even Avril Lavigne anymore. It's Melissa. She's been (laughs) replaced. You don't know this whole thing. No. The real Avril's dead. It's, it's, oh, stop it! It's Melissa. It's a look like. There's a whole thread. This on is why you are problematic, fame, Eddie. I, okay, you need to go look up this Avril Lavigne stuff. I'm not even joking. It's I, I've heard of this. Yeah. Okay, so back it's to ridiculous. Sheena. Um, I'm gonna pump her up because I do feel like she gets a bad rap, and I feel like she's this season. I do feel like she's actually trying. Like she's even if she hasn't really done it before she is trying to live a more authentic life she is trying to insert herself more into the group and be a team player than she has been before and i want her to i feel like she deserves that respect it's been a long time she's always the butt of everyone's jokes and I'm i love ready.
1: when i love when she authentically had james help her move and then after he helped her move defriended him that was so
0: authentic i mean i've done that <laughs> Help you me move my shit. Thank it. you. Next no, you have bitch. not done that. I haven't actually had someone yeah. to, like help me move and then dump them as a friend. But I've had people do things for me and then be like, "Okay, bye."
1: <laughs> yeah, but moving—that's a big task. That's up there.
0: Yeah. No, I usually pay people. Um, but the <laughs> I'm going to dump the thirsty ass hose that Peter brought over for guys' night because Good pick. I did not like those girls. I thought they were like they definitely were brand new to California. The girl who's like, "I've been here for two weeks." Honey, we can tell. (laughs) Um, And, I mean, they all obviously have seen the show. You're not a 20-something-year-old girl and don't know what Vanderpump Rules is. And you're going to sit there and, like, play with those guys on camera and act like you're going to get some when you know exactly that they all have women waiting waiting for them at home. Trash. Trash. I don't don't
1: think that was stopping them, though.
0: I mean, it should have. I mean, if I was there, I would have been like, no, all you bitches need to get out. See, this is why they can't have me on Vanderpump Rules. Is because I would be like Team Girls and hanging out with the guys, and I'd be like, "Ha bitches, bye." Be like, <laughs> but they were wingmanning Madrigal. Yeah, who got blown in the bathroom. We also heard go into the bathroom, go into the bathroom <laughs> with that one, the one cute one, and <laughs> then leave with Shady their, Eddie. Leave with both their hair ruffled. <laughs> I sh- I've, I've one more button down on the Madrigal. Is that the
1: point in which you kick them out, though? It's like, what? Peter, you got yours. Is that the point in which you kick them out? No, i had
0: been like, Peter, pick your favorite. The rest of you can go home. Okay. Thank you. It's The Bachelor. I only give one the final rose. <laughs> <laughs> he can wine and dine one of them, impress yeah. one of them, without having to entertain the rest of the group and have the rest of the women, the rest of my girls, feeling like their relationships are in jeopardy because of one guy.
1: Sandoval was getting a little cozy with okay. that one on the balcony while he was smoking a cigarette.
0: I know. A bonus pump Sandoval for never going to a party Without his mixing kit What? He has like Santa a bartending Val- kit he brings to parties
1: He's so extra I
0: love Sandoval I I am obsessed with Sandoval I think out of any of them I know I said I'd love Schwartz and all that stuff I would marry If I had to do like F marry kill I would F Schwartz Marry Sandoval and kill Jax
1: Well yeah that's easy Here's the cool thing about Sandoval. He is truly the best friend of the group. He's the
0: catch. He's the best.
1: He is always supporting his friends. He's in this episode, he wingmans Peter. And in the past, we've seen him, you know, being there for Schwartz as Jax is, you know, talking about being the number one guy in the group. No, Sandoval emotionally is the friend you want because, like, if you need to talk it out till four in the morning, Sandoval will be there for you. But I have to say, the only thing more extra than Sandoval having the bartending kit with him at all times was the way he described the snowman drink, which was the ingredients to a snowman cocktail, they're actually the same as the ingredients in a snowman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that kills me. Like, what's the ingredients of a snowman? Vodka? I don't think so. <laughs> ice and water. Is it, what did he say? Was it just ice and water? I can't even remember.
1: It was something like that. Oh, my God. Sandoval.
0: Uh, He's Well, great.
1: That's it, right? I think we hit it all. We covered it all. Eddie, this was so much fun. Thanks I, for having I me I was on.
0: outed as a, a Sheena stan. You've, you've, you're have you've you a stan of them all. I just love everyone, VPR. As do you, which is why I love I having you on as my co-host. I give
1: Sheena shit, but you know, she brings a lot of worthwhile qualities to the table. And she's been an integral part of the cast since day
0: one. Since day one. And thank you guys for all being with us since day one. I know Hot and Bravo is brand new, but... Even thanks to those who have come all the way from Butterpop. We really appreciate you following. If you want to keep listening, make sure you're either subscribed on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or iTunes, or Spotify. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram by searching H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. We also have some information on our brand new Patreon. Armin, thank you so much. Let the people know where they can find you. At Armin Mahram on Twitter and Instagram. And you can always find me by searching at Eddie underscore Estrada on Twitter and Instagram. Until next time. See ya.